Good morning for Monday, November 30th, 2015. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Governor and allies tilt Illinois' future. How ISIS wrings cash from those it now controls. And talks in Paris set the stage for action on climate. In today's national headlines, searching for answers in Planned Parenthood killings, use of police body cameras in Chicago will be expanded, and Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump drops an event. In today's business headlines, Black Friday, just a day, no longer a bellwether, Hunger Games beats Creed at the box office, and Nokia tries again to reinvent itself with a takeover. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories titled Governor and Allies Tilt Illinois' Future, reported by Nicholas Confessori. The richest man in Illinois does not often give speeches, But on a warm spring day two years ago, Kenneth Griffin, the billionaire founder of one of the world's largest hedge funds, rose before a black-tie dinner of the Economic Club of Chicago to deliver an urgent plea to the city's elite. They had stood silently, Griffin told them, as politicians spent too much, spent too much, and drove businesses and jobs from the state. They had refused to help those who would take on the reigning powers in the Illinois capital. It is time for us to do something, he implored. Their response came quickly. In the months since, Griffin and a small group of rich supporters, not just from Chicago, but also from New York City and Los Angeles, southern Florida and Texas, have poured tens of millions of dollars into the state, a concentration of political money without precedent in Illinois history. Their wealth has shifted the state's balance of power. Last year, the supporters helped elect as governor Bruce Rauner, a Griffin friend and former private equity executive from the Chicago suburbs who estimates his own fortune at more than $500 million. Now they're rallying behind Rauner's agenda to cut spending and overhaul the state's pension system, impose term limits and weaken public employee unions. It was clear that they wanted to change the power structure, change the way business was conducted, and change the status quo, said Andy Shaw, the president of the Better Government Association, a watchdog group. The rich families remaking Illinois are among a small group around the country who have channeled their extraordinary wealth into political power, taking advantage of regulatory, legal, and cultural shifts that have carved new paths for infusing money into campaigns. Economic winners in an age of rising inequality, they're reshaping government with fortunes so large as to defy the ordinary financial scale of politics. Many of those giving, like Griffin, came from the world of finance. The Florida-based leveraged buyout pioneer John Childs, the private equity investor Sam Zell and Paul Singer, a prominent New York hedge fund manager, all helped elect Rauner, as did Richard Yulian, a businessman from the Chicago suburbs. Most of them lean Republican. Some are Democrats, but their philosophies are becoming part of a widely adopted blueprint for public officials around the country. Critical of the power of unions, many are also determined to reduce spending and taxation, 
and are skeptical of efforts to mitigate the gap between the rich and everyone else. Illinois politicians are flush as never before, but every month the state falls further behind on its bills. As of early November, Rahner and the state's new super PACs had $36 million to spend. Next year's legislative races promise to be the most expensive in history, and Rahner, those who know him say, is just getting started. Said Shaw, I think he views this as a very long, long-term war.